Welcome. Thank you for listening to The Unadorned Word, a daily Bible reading podcast. My name is Rosie G, and I'm speaking to you from the beautiful Gold Coast in Australia with podcast number 27. Why a Bible reading podcast? Because the Bible has changed my life and the lives of countless others around the world and throughout history. If you want to change your life, then there is no better way than to fill your mind and heart with the life-giving words found in the Bible. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio, wherever you download from, and leave a review. Today, we're reading Psalm 2, 3, and 4. And I'm reading from the World English Bible, a public domain translation found at ebible.com. Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth take a stand and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let's break their bonds apart and cast their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens will laugh. The Lord will have them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his anger and terrify them in his wrath. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask of me and I will give the nations for your inheritance, the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore, Be wise, you kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Give sincere homage to the Son, lest he be angry and you perish on the way, for his wrath will soon be kindled. Blessed are all those who take refuge in him. Psalm 3, a psalm written by David when he fled from Absalom his son. Lord, how my adversaries have increased. Many are those who rise up against me. Many are those who say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cry to the Lord with my voice and he answers me out of his holy hill. I laid myself down and slept. I awakened, for the Lord sustains me. I will not be afraid of tens of thousands of people who have set themselves against me on every side. Arise, Lord, save me, my God, for you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the wicked, Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. Psalm 4, a psalm written for the chief musician on stringed instruments. A psalm by David. Answer me when I call, God of my righteousness. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. 
You sons of men, how long shall my glory be turned into dishonour? Will you love vanity and seek after falsehood? But know that the Lord has set apart for himself who is godly. The Lord will hear when I call to him. Stand in awe and don't sin. Search your own heart on your bed and be still. Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness. Put your trust in the Lord. Many say, who will show us any good? Lord, let the light of your face shine on us. You have put gladness in my heart, more than when the grain and the new wine are increased. In peace, I will both lay myself down and sleep. For you, the Lord alone, make me live in safety. Thank you for listening to the Unadorned Word. Today we've read from Psalm 2, 3 and 4 and our key verse is in Psalm 3 verse 6. I will not be afraid of tens of thousands of people who have set themselves against me on every side. Our theme as we go through the Bible is living the milk and honey life, living the life of risk and responsibility. Often we think of the milk and honey life as a life of indolence, a life of ease and a life of plenty. It is a life of plenty, but it is also a life of work and a life of discipline. It's a life of risk and a life of responsibility. It takes responsibility and discipline to get milk from cows. It takes risk to get honey from bees. The life the Lord has for us is a life that's full of risk and responsibility, a great life, a life that tries out new things, a life that explores, a life that is full. So this is a Psalm of David and it has an amazing story to go with it. Psalm 3 verse 5. I will not be afraid of tens of thousands of people who have set themselves against me on every side. King David wrote this psalm when Absalom, his son, attempted to take the kingdom away from him. Absalom set out to woo the kingdom away from his father. He portrayed himself as a prince and a leader of men with grand chariots and 50 runners running before him. But when he sat in the gate and met those with complaints, he became a man of the people. He commiserated with them against the lack of support and help for their cause. He assured them if he had the ability, he would have helped. He shook hands with them, built relationships until he was ready to make his move. Once he was ready, he sent messages out throughout the whole land. Once the horns were blown in Hebron, Absalom was king. He asked permission from his father, King David, to go to Hebron and make a sacrifice because he was grateful to the Lord for keeping him in Jerusalem. He took 200 men who were unaware of the conspiracy and in Hebron he made sacrifices. But he didn't give thanks for God keeping him in Jerusalem. He declared himself the king. On hearing the news, King David acted in a way that seemed counterintuitive, even fearful. 
He fled the city with his household. He wept. He went barefoot. When he was cursed by Shimei, Shimei was throwing mud at him and dung. He received it as from the Lord. He said to his attendants, no, don't stop him. Perhaps the Lord has told him to do this. But is it counterintuitive? King David was a true milk and honey person, a person of risk and responsibility. He knew God personally. He called God Yahweh, an intimate name, as opposed to Absalom, who called God Elohim, a more general name, a name that pagans also use for their little g gods. But David wasn't just running in fear. David was a far-sighted king who knew his God and had great experiences of his God. The first thing David did was face the dire reality of his situation and act quickly to protect his household and to find out the truth of what was happening. Absalom had taken the hearts of his people. Some had been seduced, some deceived. No matter how it happened, an army had slowly and surely been raised against him. But to David, the people of Israel were not his people, and neither were they Absalom's people. The people belonged to Yahweh, and whoever God called to lead them was who would lead them. He reveals this is his heart by sending the ark back to Jerusalem. If God wants him back in Jerusalem, then God will bring him back. If he doesn't, then it won't happen and the ark belongs with the people of God. Notice that as he does this, he also charges the faithful priests and their sons as they return to Jerusalem with the ark to forward him information. And he sends Hushai, his faithful friend and advisor, back to Absalom to confuse the counsel Absalom had received from those around him. You can find this story in 2 Samuel 15. The second thing he did was ask. Once we have faced our situation, we can ask Jesus. David calls out to the Lord. He states the thing that he knows is true. God is his shield. God is the one who has brought him through every situation. God is the one who lifts his head so he can stand tall and be who God has called him to be. And the third thing that David does is he receives. We see that in our key verse and the one previous. David is not afraid. I laid myself down and slept. I awakened for the Lord sustains me. I will not be afraid of tens of thousands of people who have set themselves against me on every side. David is not afraid. In the middle of the wilderness, where he has taken his entire household, men, women, children, babies, those of rank, those with no rank, slaves, servants, cooks. He has taken the entire household that he left behind to run the house. No provision, no supply chain, nothing. Night falls. King David goes to bed. He sleeps. In the morning, he awakes, sustained by God. How many of us can do that in the midst of calamity? Go to bed and sleep. Awake in the morning, refreshed. 
David did. He says, I will not be afraid of tens of thousands of people who have set themselves against me on every side. David is not going to fight over God's people. The kingdom belongs to God. Whatever happens to him is in God's hand. He holds the kingdom loosely, but not carelessly. He leaves, but he sends loyal servants back to confuse the advice Absalom is given and to send him information on Absalom's movements. When you read this story, you see that the hearts of those around him are revealed as they also react and respond to the situation. Are they milk and honey companions and servers? Do they act with responsibility? Are they faithful? Life has a way of revealing all our hearts. And if you go back and read to Samuel, you'll see someone revealed with great hearts, milk and honey companions, others less than. What about you? What situation are you in today? What are you afraid of? God's unadorned word, the scripture, says to you today, don't be afraid of tens of thousands of people. Don't be afraid of those who have set themselves against you. No matter what situation you are in right now, don't be afraid. Be encouraged. David faced the loss of his kingdom. His own son had risen up against him. Everything he owned had been discarded as he fled. He asked God for help and reminded himself and the Lord how Yahweh had always been his shield. Then receive. David woke refreshed. He knew God would break his enemies for salvation belongs to God and no other. David was God's man, a man willing to accept whatever happened to him, a man who knew how to take risk and to be responsible, a true milk and honey person. My challenge, and this is my challenge for me as well as you, because as I read this and as I record this podcast, I've got a situation in my own life. Well, it's a situation. And so my challenge today is for you and for me to face our situations, to ask Jesus for help and to receive and put aside fear. Stop fighting. Trust that God will bring you to the place he wants you to be. Sleep freely at night without worry and concern that the same God who led David safely through this terrible time will lead you and me through our difficult circumstances God bless you today as you go through your own circumstances and situations. Lift your head for God is your shield. Thank you for listening to the Unadorned Word. I really appreciate your time and I value your listening. Have a great today. Walk with your head uplifted and know you are someone who lives a milk and honey life. Don't forget to tune in again tomorrow and tomorrow we'll be reading more of the Psalms. We're just going to spend a week in the Psalms. Some days we'll read only one, other days we'll read two or three or four. Just see how it goes. I love the Psalms. There's so much greatness within the Psalms. So once again, thank you and have a great day.